all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. Come on in, everybody. It is Monday night, which means it's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Prayer is going to be amazing, as you already know, like it always is. It's 7 o'clock on the dot. We're going to add our Instagram fam. So we are live on two Facebook pages, two YouTube pages, two Twitter pages, Twitch, our website, uh, our app, um, so many different platforms that we are on right now, and two Instagram pages, not to mention our Uncoming Gospel Radio Network family. Come on in, and as you do that, I'm gonna ask you to do three things. Number one, like this video. Number two, tell me where you're watching from. Let's have roll call. And then number three, share this video. When you share, people get saved. Tons of people got gave their lives to the Lord yesterday to God be the glory. We're excited about that. Prayer is gonna be important like it always is, but this is the middle prayer uh, for this month, and we want to make sure that um, prayer is strong. Weird favor. Of course, you know, in 2022, um, I told you that at the beginning of this year that this was going to be a weird year, and I began to teach you the five different definitions of weird, and all of them are good definitions, and it is certainly going to be that. All right? When we think of weird, we think of it as a negative way, but actually, by definition, it's not. It's a good way. It's a good thing. And that's the type of favor you have, weird favor, supernatural favor, uncanny favor, unprecedented favor. That's what you got. Atlanta's in the building. Aurora's in the building. Atlanta, Centennial, Jersey, Aurora, uh, Denver, Columbus, Ohio, New York. Indiana, Bloomington, Indiana. Good to see you. Palm Springs, California, Jacksonville, Florida. Come on. Let me know where you are watching from. South Carolina, I see you over here. Good to see you. Alabama, I see you over here. Guys, again, as you come in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. All right. It's just that simple. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, from high show, okay, Mr. Maybe that's uh, Chicago. There we go. Okay, all right, it came in partially the first time. All right, want a contest to work? Congratulations, we celebrate too. Good work, Panama City, Florida. Detroit is in the building. Come on, let me know where you are watching from. St. Louis, Boston is in the building. Where else? Dallas, Texas is in the building. Denver, Colorado is in the building. I say in the building. Y'all know what I mean. In the virtual building. In the digital building. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Aurora, Denver. Good to see you. Um, we're super excited, guys. Every day, every Monday night. And you, you said, Mr. You stay excited and awesome and amazing often. Can I tell you um, that you, you literally, your vocabulary really determines what you visualize. And so I use words like amazing and phenomenal and exciting and all of that because that is what I visualize. So I'm always placing that in the atmosphere. Your vocabulary determines what you visualize. And so 
you're right. I am always excited when it comes to times of prayer. And the reason for that is because I have I know the power of prayer uh, and I know what prayer has the ability to do in our lives. All right. We gather together every single Monday night for one hour to pray. Seven o'clock mountain to eight o'clock mountain. That's nine o'clock Eastern to 10 o'clock Eastern. And prayer is amazing. If it's your very first time on, on Monday night with us, do me a favor. Do that hand wave emoji. We just want to shoot some love your way and just let you know we're glad you're on with us tonight. You are in a safe place when you're on prayer. Um, tonight, when we pray, there's a few things you're going to have me. Um, I'm going to have you to do. Number one, I'm going to have you to say a lot. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. You don't say it, you're never going to see it. Number two, I am going to have you to type a lot. Now, the Bible says that wherever two or three touch a green on anything, it shall be done for them. So this is super important because we want to see results in what we do. We are not praying for ritual. You know, I get a few of you to put this on every platform. We are praying for results. Welcome. I saw some hands over here on the Bishop Format IG. Welcome. Glad that you're with us for your first time on a Monday night. All right. All right, Beth, good to see you over here on the Bishop Foreman IG. So it's going to be amazing, all right? Um, so those are two things I'm going to have you to do a lot tonight. Everything that we pray, it's, we, I need you to know this prayer is a dialogue. It is not a monologue. What's a monologue? Uh, good to see you. First time on prayer. Good to see you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I see several where it's the first time on prayer. All right. So prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. So for many people here, especially if you grew up in church, Here's what you think prayer is. You say a whole lot of stuff and, and then you throw in Father God, 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 in Jesus name. Amen. That's not prayer. That is not prayer. That is a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. So when we pray, then he's going to respond. So number one, you're going to get results. Number two, he's going to respond. Bishop Foreman, how in the world? Does God respond? There's a few ways he responds in prayer. And I want to give you these before we jump in. Number one, he's going to respond by the revelation that's released after we pray for something. So, you know, if you've been with me for a while on Monday nights, you know that we'll pray. Then I'll release a revelation. We'll pray. I'll release a revelation. We pray. I release a revelation. But here's the other thing. Is the other way that he's going to respond to you tonight in prayer is that as you pray, there are going to be ideas that are going to begin to click for you. There's going to be strategy that's going to begin to click for you. It's going to be you're going to literally there are times where I've been in prayer and then boop, as I'm in the middle of prayer, all of a sudden I get an idea. I get a strategy. I figure out how I need to handle something. I figure out the way to deal with something. I figure out what I need to touch, what I don't need to touch. He's going to respond by the revelation release and then he's going to respond with an idea. He's going to respond with a strategy. So we're going to get results. Number two, he's going to respond. Uh, and then here's number three, and we're going to rejoice. Come on, y'all. I gave you three R's. And we are going to rejoice tonight, even as we pray. All right. So I want you to understand what we're doing, because for some people, their idea of prayer is just talking a whole lot and then putting in Jesus name and a whole lot of Father God's in it and saying, amen. That's not prayer. So I want you to make sure you understand that, because I want you to see results in your life. And I want you to hear his response in your life. And I want you to be able to rejoice because you see that prayer works. The Bible says the effective prayers of the righteous. What did they do, y'all? They availeth much. Let's pray. Father, we bless you and we honor you, sir. We thank you for this night. We thank you for this time, this opportunity that we get to pray. Prayer is a privilege. It is not a right. Prayer is something that we get to do. 
It is not something that we have to do. Prayer is not a chore. It is not a task. It is the great pleasure and privilege that we have of being able to speak to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the great I am, and he hear us. We thank you, Lord, that you hear us. You do not turn your ear away from us, but you hear us, and we thank you for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you forgive us for all of our sins, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. We ask tonight that your blood that was shed 2,000 years ago, that that blood would cover us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness, and it would cleanse us of the three types of sin. Number one, sin, to miss the mark. Every time we have missed the mark, Father, we thank you that your blood covers us. And because we're still alive, that means there's a plan that's still at play. Your blood covers us. Secondly, Father, we ask for forgiveness tonight for every um, ounce of transgression. Transgression is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. Father, we thank you that your blood washes us of transgression. And finally, Father, we thank you that your blood washes us of iniquity. That is generational sin that's passed down and around. Father, your blood has paid the price once for all. So we no longer have to walk around with our heads down in shame or condemnation. Father, I pray that shame would be lifted. I pray that a spirit of condemnation be lifted. And Father, you don't condemn us. You're the God that convicts us. What does that mean? That you don't tell us how low we are. You tell us how great we are. So you give us a bar to strive to reach. You give us something to press forward to. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. And because of this, we can boldly approach the throne of grace and obtain favor and mercy in our time of need. So tonight, God, as we pray, we declare that we will be bold. We will not ask you for little things that we can do. We will ask you to do what we cannot do. So Father, on the onset, our prayer is that everything we can do, Father, empower us to do it, do it quickly, do it efficiently, do it well. Empower us to do it quickly, to do it efficiently, and to do it well. In Jesus' name, we will not ask you to do, God, what we must do. Your word says in Hebrews 10, 36, that after we have done the will of the Lord, we shall receive the promise. So, Father, we have to do so that we can receive. So, tonight, God, we come before you with some Joshua-type prayers. Joshua. When he was standing in the midst of a battle, he knew that he had to fight the battle. He asked you to do something for him he could not do for himself. As the sun was setting, he asked you to make the sun stand still while he had vengeance on his enemies, while he was uh, destroying his enemies. And so tonight, God, we come to you with a Joshua spirit asking you to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. God, every heart that needs to be turned in our direction, we can't turn hearts, but you can. Every decision that needs to be made in our favor, we can't make those decisions that are beyond our purview, but you can. Every circumstance that needs to be moved in our direction so that we see a favorable outcome, we cannot control that. But we ask you to do that for us tonight in the name of Jesus. Do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. You are the God that causes water to hold people like Peter up. You are the God that causes red seas to split and part and land to become dry and shoes to not wear out and, and meat to fall from the sky and bread to fall from the sky and thousands to be fed by two fish and five loaves of bread. You are the God that after a night of fishing where there was no success, you say, throw the net over there and the fish jump into the net. You are the God of the supernatural. So we ask that you, God, would do supernatural for us 
in the name of Jesus. Allow our testimony to be that when we look at what you are doing in and through our lives, that our only testimony can be that God did it. As a matter of fact, our testimony would be, there he go. Come on, I need a few of y'all to type that on the platform, whatever you want. There he go, Father, that the only testimony would be there he go, Father, because you get the glory out of it all. We make this declaration to you tonight, God, that we live, we exist, we move, we have our being, Father, all for your glory. So anything that you do in us, anything that you do for us, anything that you do through us, Father, we let you know you get the glory out of it. Glory means your goodness. Glory is a Hebrew word that means kabod. It means the weight, which means we give the weight to you. We don't take it for ourselves. We're not trying to claim it for ourselves. We give it to you tonight in the name of Jesus. And we believe, Father, that you are the God that does exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. To ask means to pray, which means you will even exceed what we pray tonight. You will exceed what we ask for tonight. You will exceed what we believe for tonight. And what we ask or think. To think means to imagine. So you'll do beyond what we pray and beyond what we can even imagine. I pray, God, that tonight you would stir a passion for prayer. But I also pray, God, that tonight you would stir up our imagination. Stir up our imagination. In Genesis 11, Father, you told the people, uh, or you, you said, Lord, that because these people were unified, nothing that they imagined would it be withheld from them. Nothing that they imagined would they be unable to fulfill it. So tonight, God, across all of these digital platforms that were gathered, Father, we declare that our passion for prayer is stirred. And we declare, God, that our imagination is stirred. What does that mean? It is reignited, that it is reignited. Father, I pray that where we stopped dreaming, where we stopped believing, where we stopped anticipating things for our future because we got in the midst of the mess of the moment, Father, I pray that that be over. You are the God that says that we can do all things through you. And that is what we stand on. That is what we believe. That is what we confess. And that is what we create in the name of Jesus. Father, we rebuke anything that will interfere with our our prayers tonight. So, Father, we ask that you uh, um, would give us the ability to find areas, Father, where there is fear, and Father, we cast that out. Give us the ability, Father, to find those areas where there is doubt, and we cast that out. Father, you even went so far as to say that if there was unforgiveness, that we needed to get that right so that our prayers would, would not be hindered and it would not stop the effectiveness of our giving and our sowing. So tonight, God, we release all hurt, all bitterness, all pain, and all unforgiveness against you. Father, against ourselves and against other people. Father, we release, I'll say it again, all hurt, all bitterness, all pain, all unforgiveness against you, against ourselves and other people tonight in the name of Jesus. And our expectation, Father, is that because there are no hindrances, because there are no distractions, because there are no impediments, Father, that just as your word says that the promises of God they would be yes and amen. Father, that that's what we would see manifest, that we would see yeses and we would say amens. What does that mean? Agreement. And we would see yeses and amens. I need you to prophesy this word over your week. Yes. Because there's going to be yeses to the petitions you put out. There's going to be yeses to the contracts you put out. There's going to be yeses to the proposals that you put out. 
and amens, which means agreement is coming. God's sending people this week, we believe, I will stand in agreement with what we are seeking, stand in agreement with what we are attempting to accomplish. So we speak that over this week. We speak yeses this week, and we speak amens this week. We speak yeses this week, and we speak amens this week. We speak yeses this week, and we speak amens this week. We speak yeses this week, and we speak amens this week. In the name of Jesus, that's 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. In Jesus' name we pray on every platform, drop an amen right there. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, like this video, tell me where you're watching from, and share this video. When you share, people get saved. All right, let me do a couple of quick announcements real quick. If you don't have the Harvest Church mobile app, I want to encourage you to get it. It's super simple, super easy to get. Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746 on each of the Instagrams. Can I get y'all to type that in there so that I can pin that? And then if you're watching on all the other platforms, you can see it at the bottom of the screen. Um, text the word HARVEST to get our app to 877-552-4746. When you do that, um, you're going to be able to get connected to HARVEST, and uh, and so many have it. And it's going to be a great blessing to you. And our app, you can get our messages, you can get our podcast, you can watch live. There's so many great benefits that are there in the app because of the faithful giving of the people of HARVEST. You can even read through the Bible through the and through a year. You'll be able to do that because of the app, all right? So I want to encourage you to get that if you don't have it. Charlotte, good to see you. Inglewood, good to see you. All right, um, so listen, come on, A-A-T-L, good to see you. All right, um, the other thing I want to encourage you to while we're on that, if you are in Atlanta, we're going to be releasing the dates for our next interest service. We're excited about the location that we're going to be planting right there in Atlanta, where there is a great need. Over 60% of people in that metro region do not go to church. They're unchurched or de-churched. Unchurched means they've never been in church. De-churched means they were in church and they've fallen away for whatever reason. There's great opportunity, not just in that region, but beyond. If you'd like to find out more, be a part of our launch team and stay up to date with what's happening with that. You just text the word H-C-A-T-L, like Harvest Search Atlanta, H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. Boom. Eight, uh, uh, there we go. Eight, uh, text the word H-C-A-T-L to 877-552-4746. And over there on the Harvest Search Instagram, I see that it is still not letting y'all put up the different things. But if I could get a few of you to try to type that over there, and it'll let one of y'all through. It's got to let one of y'all through. It can't block all of y'all from putting that out there. All right. So I want to make sure that you do that to be a part of that so you can get that next day. All right. Listen, guys, um, there's a lot going on in the world today. And I want us um, at the onset of prayer, there's several things we're going to cover in prayer tonight. At the onset of prayer, I want us to pray uh, for the families of the 10 individuals that lost their lives um, due to the racist, cowardly punk attack of a white supremacist um, this past weekend. We want to pray for those families. Uh, we want to pray. Um, you got to just think those people went to that store believing that they were going to run into that store, get the birthday cake and go back home. They did not know that it was going to be their last day on the earth. Um, and there's something I want us to take from that. There's something I want us to take from that. Um, I want to uh, say this. Um, there's several things that that we can um, can learn from that. The first of those things is this: um, is that number one, it's important that you live your life. Everybody hear me? That you live your life as if the today might be the last one. 
Um, this is so important. Job 14 and 5 tell, teaches us that our days are numbered. It teaches us that our days are numbered, which means every single day uh, that you go through life, you're counting up, you're counting days. The Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says that your days are numbered, which means literally when you and I are sent to the earth, there's a predetermined number of days that we have on the earth and we have to maximize those days. Um, let's cover that in prayer. Father, I pray that we would maximize every single day of life that we have. Father, that we would not waste those days mad that we would not waste those days angry, that we would not waste those days in bitterness, that we would not waste those days fussing and fighting with people, that we would not waste those days in, pur ooh, in purposeless activities, that we would not waste those days in stupid arguments, that we would not waste those days. You said that our days are numbered, and that's a predetermined number. So I pray, God, that we would maximize our moments, that we would maximize our days, that we would maximize our lives in the name of Jesus. And I pray that anything, Father, that is a distraction, Father, that you would allow us to identify it and remove it quickly. Oh, my God. You would allow us to identify it and remove it quickly so that we maximize our days. And, Father, we pray for those 10 families that were there uh, in Buffalo, uh, New York. God, we cover their families and we speak shalom to them, God. Peace. God, Lord, let nothing be missing. Let nothing be lacking. Let nothing be broken. Let all be well even in those families, God. And I pray right now, God, that you would give them the peace that surpasses all understanding, that you would give them the ability to navigate through this situation. And I pray, God, that you would even use this situation to bring them closer to you, Father, that they would be able to see your glory, even in the midst of this awful situation. We cover them. But God, we go further because this nation, and I'm about to go there, and we're about to cover this in prayer. This nation called the United States of America is guilty of domestic terrorism against its black persons since the very founding of this nation and before the founding of this nation. Father, so we curse that racist, terroristic spirit that exists in the minds and the spirits and, and TV networks and newspapers and radio outlets and social media, we curse that spirit at its root. Father, this nation was built on the backs and the blood of black people. And Father, for this to still be going on, it means, Father, that there is something we, your church, must continue to do. Father, we come against empty words. We come against empty rhetoric. We come against empty platitudes that would somehow try to make those being victimized feel responsible for the attitudes and the behaviors of those that are perpetrating the ill. Mm -mm, not happening. Father, so we cover every black person in America right now. We're going to cover everybody. Everybody's important, but you got to hear me. But it's black people that are being terrorized by the nation. Father, we cover every black person, every black male we cover right now in the name of Jesus. We pray a hedge of protection. Father, we cover every black woman, every black boy, every black girl 
And we pray a hedge of protection. We come against the spirit of fear tonight that would attempt to make people just like they did in the days post-slavery. They used terrorism against black people to make them shut up and sit down. But Father, tonight we pray against that that they would not be a shut up and sit down, but they would be a rise up and take over. That there'd be a rise up and take over now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Father, now we pray because harvest is multicultural, reaching people of every background, of every ethnicity, of every age, of every race, of every sex. Father, we pray that you would even use us both in Denver and in soon to be Atlanta and online, use us, God, to bring change in the spheres of society in which we sit, sit, God. Use us to bring change, God. Use us to bring um, love. Use us, God, to bring, to build bridges. Use us, God, to do something in the different spheres of society we sit in, of arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, media, church, and uh, uh, what's the other one that I'm missing? Uh, did I get media? Arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, media, and spirituality. We pray, God, that you would use us now to bring change in those different spheres that we are in. Right now, in the name of Jesus, can I get you, whatever platform, or whatever sphere of society you're in, can I get you to put type that on the screen? Are you in arts and entertainment? Just put A and E. Are you in business? Put a B on the screen. Are you in education? Put an E on the screen. If you have a family that you lead, put an F on the screen. Uh, if you are in church leadership in any way, shape, form, or fashion, put a C on the screen. Uh, if you are in the media, put an M on the screen. Wherever, Whichever one you're on, put that in there. Arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government. If you're in government, put a G on the screen. Whatever you're on, you are in that sphere of society to bring change. We are in these spheres of society to bring change. So, Father, use us. You said in your word in 2 Corinthians that we are ambassadors that were sent. Father, we are sent in these spheres to bring change, not to go along to get along, not to just show up and go with the flow. Status quo literally by definition means a slow death. We are not there to be the status quo. We are there to bring change and we declare but that's what we do. Revelation 5.10 says, God, that you have made us to be kings and priests and we are supposed to reign in the earth, which means we are not supposed to just struggle through life to die and go to heaven. No, we are supposed to live well to bring the attributes of heaven into the earth. This is your kingdom. This is who we are. So I declare, God, that there be a boldness that would rise up in us in every spirit that we are in, that we would bring change, that we would be the game changers. Can I get a few of you to type that on the screen? If you know that's who you are and that's who you are, we are the game changers. We were not sent to take sides with the Republicans nor the Democrats. We were not sent to take sides uh, with this or that. We were sent to take over. Father, I pray that we would not get caught up into the foolery and the, uh, 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 and, and the ridiculous nature of the rhetoric that comes forth in America that does not bring change. No, Father, we pray tonight. You said that the government would be upon your shoulders, which means we are your body, which means your shoulders refers to us, which means it is, us to, it is up to us to bring change. Not sit back passively, letting people do whatever in the heck they want to. I pray that something would be stirred on the inside of everybody tonight in prayer. And when they go to their job tomorrow, when they go to whatever sphere they're in, 
that they would have a takeover spirit. In fact, I pray that they'd be accused of trying to take over. I pray they would be accused of doing too much. I pray they would be accused of you trying to bring Jesus up in here. Show them. And that's what I was sent to do. It is not on the government. It is not on the president. It is, a, thank God we don't have a king in America. It is not on that, on them. It is on us. It is not on the Congress. It is not on the Supreme Court. Please, man, it is on his church. That is who we are. That is what we shall do. We rise up and we take over in the name of Jesus. Only do this if you got faith like mine. Take type on the screen, I'm taking over. Only do that if you got faith like mine. If you want to go alone and get along, don't type nothing. Just stay on prayer, but don't type nothing. But if you know that everywhere in the grocery store, you're sent to take over. Uh, 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 at the mall, you're sent to take over. At the car lot, you're sent to take over. Uh, looking at the house, you're sent to take over. Wherever we go, that is what we are supposed to do. You got to hear that. You got to hear that. We are not supposed to be passive bystanders just sitting back. That's why at Harvest, we don't call where we have church a sanctuary. Sanctuary means a hiding place. I ain't coming in here to hide. I'm coming in here to learn, to train so I can go rain, to train so I can go rain. This is not a hiding place. No, you need somewhere to hide. Go, go to your bedroom. The church is not a place to hide. The church is a place to train so you can go rain. As you can see, that thing got me fired up. That thing got me fired up right there. Listen, guys, if you're just coming in, do me a favor. Whatever platform you're on, like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share and share. Hear me. You are where you are on assignment. And let me help some of you. If you do not fulfill the assignment, you cannot be released into the next assignment. If you do not fulfill what you were sent to do in one, you cannot be released to two. If you don't fulfill what you've been sent to do in two. And let me just say this about taking over too, because I see a lot of stuff on social media. I, I decided this past weekend that I was going to, um, there are certain things I stay out of the conversation because um, uh, because sometimes the point is not results. I'm a results-oriented guy. So I could care less about winning an argument if it's not going to get me results. That's me. But what I discover is we live in a culture where you, you even, even if there's no result to be obtained, it is important that accurate voices are heard. I'm, I'm teaching, all right? Because what many people, when I say that, sometimes will equate that to is on on fake social issues that some political parties will make to create issues with people. And that's not what I'm talking about. I want to be very clear. Um, what we are supposed to do is that we're supposed to make sure that when we show up on the scene, that we represent God's interests. And God is pro-people. Y'all better hear me. He says, it's his will that all men might be saved. Father, I pray that you would use us to be like you. You are pro-people. You said it is your will that all men might be saved. So tonight, Father, I pray that anybody we meet, we would see them as somebody that is valuable to you. Come on. I pray that we would see them as somebody that you desire to be saved. We are on assignment. So I pray, God, that we would have that same mentality. When they wanted to stone the woman, that was caught in the act of adultery because you're pro-people. You, you looked at the crowd. You looked at the mob. I rebuke the religious mob spirit. Oh, my God. I'm out there tonight. 
I rebuke the religious mob spirit that likes to stone and throw people down because of what they're caught in, forgetting of what they used to be caught up in themselves. No, but I pray, God, that just like you did with that woman, you said, well, let the person that is without sin, let them be the first one that casts the stone. In other words, let the one that has no guilt be the first one to try to put her down because of her guilt. You proved it then and over and over and over again that you were pro-people. You wanted to take people where they were. And God, we can come as we are, but that does not mean we will necessarily stay as we are. In fact, we are not supposed to stay as we are because you transform us. You told us that you, we were transforming us from one level of glory to the next level of glory. Thank you for our transformation process. Don't let us look down on people and look sideways at people and treat people crazy and say crazy things to people and forget about the fact that we are in our own transformation process. Father, thank you for not trashing us when as we're transforming. Y'all better put a praise on the screen. Thank you for not trashing us as we are transforming. So don't let us don't let your body trash people as people are transforming. Don't let your body trash people as they are transforming. No, I pray God, your word says that by our love for one another, would they know that we are yours, not by rhetoric, not by a, a, a political party, but by our love for one another, would they know that we are yours? Let our love be so pervasive. Come on, y'all. Let our love be so preponderant. Let our love be so heavy that when people encounter us, they want to know you. Mm. That when people see us, they want to know you. Let us be a good usher. A good usher points the direction points in the right direction, uh, Father, for where people are to be. Let us be a usher in everything that we do as ambassadors pointing people to you. Let us be an usher on the job. Let us be an usher dealing in business. Let us be an usher handling what we're handling. Let us be an usher. Even when we're dealing with people we don't like, even when we're dealing with people we can't stand, even when we're dealing with people that truth be told God, we, we would we wish uh, that perhaps something crazy might happen. Father, let us be such a, a pervasive, so pervasive in our love that it points people to you. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, can I get everybody to put an amen right there? Put an amen right there. Guys, whatever platform you are on, make sure you like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share, All right? We prayed for those families in Buffalo. We prayed for the spirit, to deal with the spirit behind um, that type of an action. Um, and so if you missed that, please go back and listen to that part of the prayer because that's important. The Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but it's spiritual. There's something spiritual behind that stuff. And it's easy to get caught up in the flesh and blood part and not deal with the spiritual part. It's easy to get caught up in the individuals and not deal with the spirit behind the individual. Can I help you? Whenever you are praying, and especially when you got issues with people, if I look at me, you need to deal with the spirit behind the person. Let me say it another way so I alliterate it. Deal with the principality behind the person 
Because if you don't deal with the principality behind the person, the principality is going to show up in a new person. Father, I pray that when we wrestle and, and as we are fighting, that we would not get caught up in the individual, but we would deal with the spirit behind the individual, that we would not get caught up with the personality, but we would deal with the principality behind the personality. Father, I pray that we fight our fight in the right territory, that we fight our fight uh, in the right territory, that we would fight starting in the realm of the spirit. That's Ephesians 6 and 12, that we would fight in the realm of the spirit. Why? Because we don't want this thing to simply transfer to somebody else. And because we dealt with the person, we never dealt with the spirit. We, we, because we were fighting the individual, we never dealt with the spirit. This is the reason why the spirit of Jezebel, that Jezebel died uh, in, in, in the Old Testament, but that spirit was still alive in Revelation. Why? Because everybody fought her. Nobody fought her spirit. Everybody was tripping with her. Nobody ever snatched up her spirit. So tonight, God, we get violent in the spirit. Your word says that the kingdom suffers violent and violent men and women take it by force. So, Father, we get violent in prayer tonight, meaning we are focused and we are unwavering in prayer tonight. Father, and we snatch up, come on, y'all, every spirit that exists in any personality or individual that has been doing war with us, that has been coming against us, that has been fighting with us, that has been trying to discourage us, that has been giving us resistance, that has been giving us opposition. We snatch them up in the spirit. What do we mean? That we bind them up. No man comes into a strong man's house unless you first bind the strong man. We bind them up in the spirit. What does this mean? It means that their weapons won't work. It means that their attacks won't work. It means that what they did last week that succeeded in getting us unfocused and succeeded in getting us worried and succeeded in getting us off of our focus and succeeded in getting us off a of task. We bind them up in the realm of the spirit. And Father, just like you said, in the book of Zechariah, when that spirit rose up, you said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you. So we bind up the spirit behind the personalities and the spirit behind the individuals. We bind those spirits up and father, and we say, the Lord rebuke you, which means that father, it will not affect us the same way it affected us. It will not bother us the same way it has affected us, that it will not work. I need about a hundred of y'all between all these platforms and just type on the screen. It won't work this time. Mm -mm. It won't work. Why? Because we have dealt with the spirit behind the person. And we pray, God, that we would have victory. You said that you are the God that always leads us into triumph, which means we would have victory the next time we confront with, have a conversation with, or deal with the individual or the personality that's carrying the spirit or the principality in the name of Jesus. We let he that is stolen steal no longer. And Father, your word in fact says that if you find, that's Ephesians 4, 28, but your word says that if you find the thief, if we find the thief, that the thief has to pay us back, that the thief has to pay us back. And what that thief has to pay us back is seven times. You said if the thief is found, that he's got to pay us back seven times. So, Father, we call in recompense tonight. We call in recompense tonight. We call in recompense tonight. That's Proverbs 6 
and 31. You said, if we find it, that it's got to pay us back. So we call in recompense tonight. What is that? Recompensate. Pay us for our wasted time. Pay us for our wasted emotion. Pay us for our wasted energy. Pay us for our wasted emails. Pay us for our wasted text messages. Pay us for our wasted driving. Pay us for our wasted flight. Pay us full recompense. And the Bible prescribes how much? Seven times. I need you to drop a seven on the screen now. Father, we call that in according to your word tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. And we expect it to manifest quickly. We expect it to manifest immediately. We file a judgment in the courts of heaven. You said, God, you said, God, that we are to state our case before you and justify ourselves, which means that we are to treat prayer like it's a court case. We are to treat prayer like it's a court case. So we file a motion in the courts of heaven demanding a sevenfold recompense payable immediately, payable immediately to us for everything that was wasted, misused, misappropriated, stolen, taken in any way, shape, form, or fashion from the spirit behind the personality and the principality behind the personality. But for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. I need you to put us put a amen, a hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Whatever platform you're on, put that on the screen right now. Put that on the screen right now. Guys, do me a favor. If you haven't done this already, LWS, like this video, tell me where you're watching from and share this video tonight. Share this video tonight. Listen, um, because somebody asked the question, I saw it pop up. There's tons of comments on all these different platforms, but somebody asked the question, well, how do you deal with the spirit behind it? I just taught you how to deal with the spirit behind it. And every time you find that spirit behind it, then you demand recompense. You demand, that's Proverbs 631, but let me give you another scripture too. Let me give you another scripture. Um, Deuteronomy 32, 35. The Bible says that vengeance and recompense are mine. So here's what we're, okay, y'all ready? Here's where we're about to go. Father, not only do we ask you for recompense, but Father, tonight we release vengeance to you. Oh my God. We release vengeance to you, which means God, we will not clap back. We're going we're gonna to watch you do it. Woo! If y'all don't pray with me tonight, we won't get even. Father, we're going to watch you settle the score. We will, we will be, we will be silent while we watch you sit them down. Oh my God. We, we got, we release that to you. Can I get everybody on here where you got some stuff where you've been thinking about how you're going to clap back? I need you to type it on the screen tonight. I release it. I release it. You, you're not going to do nothing. What you're about to do in prayer tonight, you gave that to the Lord. And you're about to watch him do it for you. You're about to watch him do it for you. You're about to watch him do it for you. You're about to watch him do it for you. You're about to watch him do it for you. You will not get even because you're about to watch the Lord give you more. You Oh, shit. Y'all, God, I feel like going up. I release it. I release it. You, uh -uh, you are not going to do that. That's what you're not going to do. Why? It is a distraction. It is a distraction. You are not going to do that. It's a distraction. What you're going to do is release it. And you're going to watch the Lord get what he promised you in Deuteronomy 32 and 35. He's going to get vengeance. And he said, I'm going to give you recompense. That's what we're doing. Vengeance and recompense. Vengeance and recompense. 
vengeance and grandata vengeance and recompense vengeance and recompense there are three of you on prayer tonight hear me where you are going to see this happen for you tomorrow there are three if you think you might be one of those three i need you to not just in the comments do i need you to go wild but i need you to literally take your phone take your computer your like whatever stand up and i need you to give them a praise right there in your house if you are driving pull over to the side of the road don't do don't be unsafe Pull over to the side of the road, and I'm going to need you to stop and give them a prayer. But there are at least three of you tonight on prayer. Hear me, 1 Samuel 3, 19, and the Lord was with the man of God, and then that let one of his words fall to the ground. There are at least three of you on prayer tonight where you're going to literally see this happen for you tomorrow. Tomorrow, 5, 17, 22. You're 17. That's Joseph's age. You are literally, I heard the Lord loud and clear. He is going to give you the revenge, the vengeance and the recompense of Joseph. What happened for Joseph? Joseph was made the prime minister. Joseph was given unlimited, uh, unlimited fiscal ability. Joseph was given a high seat of authority. For there's three of you where you tomorrow, I don't know who you are. He won't show me your face. He won't tell me your name. But he told me how many. You are going to see it happen for you. Tomorrow, you will get the vengeance and the recompense of Joseph. You, one of you, here's what he just said to me. Y'all, let me go. Y'all free me up to get prophetic. Here's what he just said. For one of you, you're going to decide their fate. For one of you, you're going to decide their fate. Your tongue is going to decide what heaven does to them. Okay, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. Hallelujah. Don't you clap back. Don't you get even. Listen, y'all, if you're just coming in, do me a favor. Hey, Brazil, do me a favor. Like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video. We are in prayer tonight. We are in prayer tonight. Um, and the Lord is speaking to us. See how we pray? We pray. I give you revelation. We pray. I give you revelation. We pray. He responds. He responds to us when we pray. He responds to us when we pray. He responds to us when we pray. Father, thank you for responding to us. Father, thank you for responding to us. Thank you for not having a deaf ear or a heavy ear toward us. Thank you for hearing us and thank you for responding to us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. If you think you're one of the three, I, I'm just listening to me real carefully. I need you and I normally wouldn't do this because we're in the midst of prayer, but I I'm hearing this loud and clear. I, I, he will not show me your face. He will not show me your name. But I need you to hear me. Um, if, if you think you're one of those three, he's a bishop. It's way more than that. Watch it. I, I heard what I heard in the numbers three. If you think you're one of those three, I'm going to do something I would not normally do on prayer. We wait to the end. I need you to go so. I want to encourage you to go so and go so now. And you, what are you doing? You, you, this, watch me. This is going to be your vengeance. Call this your VRC, like virtual reality. Your vengeance and recompense. That's Deuteronomy 32 and 35. You need to sow something with those numbers in it. 3235. 3532. You know, something with those numbers in it. You need to do that. I would not normally do that in the midst of prayer because I don't like to break the flow of prayer. But I just heard the Lord loud and clear. If you think you wanted the three, do it. All right. Listen. I need to sew that. Yep. Um, I need to sew that. I can't get out of this screen. Okay. I got to sew that. All right. So listen. Okay. Let's move quick. 
Ooh. That's it. Somebody says, how much? That's that's it. And you call this your VRC, your vengeance and recompense seed. So with those numbers, you know what I mean? 3235, 3235. All right. Listen, I need to sew that. Hold on, let's see. Can I get out of this screen real fast? I think, oh, I just got out the screen. Okay. Hopefully y'all are still there because I got I gotta sew my seed. Boop. I can do it right here because I got this good Apple laptop. Come on, or Apple iPad. Come on here. Bam, 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 bam. Boom. Seed song. All right. Listen, we're in this series at Harvest. We're in this series at Harvest. We're in this series at Harvest called Let's Start Over. Scratch that. Let's start better. Let's start better. Let's start better. And, and I love how some of y'all are doing this. So if you if you did it, because I, I want to, if you did it, can you just put sewn or done? Father, I call out those that have done that. And I stand in agreement with their seed and with their prayer that they would see Deuteronomy 32, 35 happen for them. That they would see Deuteronomy 32, 35. Where is that? Come on. It won't let me bring you up. That they, that they see Deuteronomy 32, 35 happen for them right now in the name of Jesus. Father, whatever they have sown towards that, I stand in agreement with their VRC. Father, their vengeance and recompense seed. It's a whole lot of y'all too. With your vengeance and recompense seed, I stand in agreement, Father, with this seed sown. And I pray, God, that just like your word says you would do, there's a reason you got me doing this on prayer tonight. There's a reason you have interrupted this on prayer. There need, there's going to be some divine interruptions happening. And for some, it's starting tomorrow. It's starting tomorrow. And for that, we said 5, 17, 22. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. I call it every single one. Every single one. In Jesus' name. Wow. And I'm one of the ones. I put my, I sold my seat. Come on, text to give. Listen. Wow. All right. So let's go here. We're in this series at Harvest called Let's Start Over Scratch That. Let's Start Better. Um, and yesterday I talked about um, how to have better relationships, how to have better relationships. Um, and I want to cover a few things. We've only got about 10 minutes or so left in prayer. I want to cover a few things in prayer about your relationships. Can I get you to wave at me? If you know there's some relationships in your life that can get better, and this is not just romantic, this is just across the board, you know that there's some relationships in your life that can get better, that there are relationships in your life that can get better. I see it. I stand in agreement with every person that type done or sown. All right. I see your hands, several hands, all right? Several hands, right? That can get better. Here's the thing about relationships. And I taught you this yesterday, and I want to start this portion of praying for relationships. I want to start it right here. Um, for, for many people, we begin focusing on external relationships. And there, there, there are two relationships that we need to make sure that we, that we get handled properly. And I want to cover these in prayer first tonight. The first is your relationship with the Lord. It doesn't matter that you're a better mother if you're a horrible Christian. It doesn't matter that you're a better father if you're a horrible Christian. In fact, the extent of the better you can be in any of those other areas is directly tied to and connected to your ability to be a better Christian first. So I want everybody to pray this with me. Um, and I'm going to pray it. You just stand in agreement in the comments. Father, we pray tonight, God, 
And before we're trying to be better at anything else, that we're better with you. We pray, God, that we are better Christians, that we are better sons and daughters of the Most High God, that we are better at pleasing you. You said, Father, that if we loved you, to keep your commandments. You said, if we loved you, to do what you said. Therefore, tonight, God, we make that our priority to obey. We pray that we live a lifestyle of obedience, even that Abrahamic type of obedience. What is that? It's the type of obedience that says, get out of your father's house, away from your family and your kindred to a land that I will show you. It is the ability to be different than the bloodline. It is the ability to, when we get the thing we ask for, You, pr uh, Abraham prayed for Isaac. And when he gets Isaac, you then say, now give me back, sacrifice back to me what I gave to you. Father, we pray that we have the obedience like Abraham to be able to be willing to give you back the very thing that we prayed for, to have to give up the very thing that we prayed for, to have to give up the very thing that we sought for and desired. And the truth is, it wasn't that you wanted Isaac. It wasn't that you wanted Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. You just wanted to know that Abraham loved you more than he loved anything else. We tell you, God, tonight in prayer that we love you and we love you, sir, more than anything. We love you and we love you, God, more than anything more than any material possession, more than any person, more than any other relationship, more than money, more than stuff, more than status, more than prestige. We tell you tonight that we love you. If you love him, can I please get you, ladies and gentlemen, in the comment section to release your love for him. Tell him that you love him. Fellas, there's nothing wrong with telling Jesus that you love him. There's nothing wrong with telling the Lord that you love him. It is, not, uh, it is not less masculine to let the Lord know that you love him. It is the height of masculinity to be able to say to God that you love him. It is not, it doesn't make you a square or an L7 to tell the Lord that you love him. In fact, it makes you a Renaissance man to be able to tell the Lord that you love him. Why? Because he first loved you. Why? Because he's been consistent with you. Why? Because he hasn't given up on you. Why? Because even when you ran from him, he came chasing after you. And we thank you for it tonight. In the name of Jesus, you are first. You are first in every way, shape, form, or fashion in our lives in Jesus' name. All right? That's important, y'all, because many people are focused on trying to be better this and better that and better this. And I want to be a better leader. I want to be a better businesswoman. I want to be a better businessman. I want to be a better cousin. I want to be an uncle. Well, all that. And you, and, but this is jacked up. If this ain't right, none of this is ever going to be right. But guess what? When this is right, what's right here? You. Here's the second relationship that we're going to cover in prayer. Your relationship with yourself. Your relationship with yourself. Many people never take time to think about how they interact with themselves. And the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, they go to problem. Because see, if this is good, but this is jacked up, I can't give you nothing. Some of you want love from people. They don't love themselves. 
Some of you want faithfulness from people, they're not faithful to themselves. Some of you want loyalty from people, they're not loyal to themselves. You cannot get from someone what they first do not give to themselves. So watch me, and, and listen very carefully. It is one thing to love yourself. You ready? Here's what we're going to cover in prayer. It's another thing to like yourself. And let me be clear. I am not talking about a narcissistic, sociopathic, Americanized, self-centered version of self-love and self-care that are really nothing more than 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 self-sexual relations. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I know it's pretty, you know, whatever, but... I mean, really, many people are in really weird relationships with themselves. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it's important that you love yourself and it's important that you like yourself. Meaning that you, watch me, Bishop, how do I know that I like myself? That you are not afraid to be by yourself for extended periods of time. Y'all ready? We're about to cover this in prayer. See, for some of you, you can't stand people because you can't stand you. You can't stand people because you can't stand you. You don't like people being around. I can't be around them that long. You don't like being around yourself that long. Right? How do you know? Because every time you get by yourself, you reach for the phone. Every time you get by yourself, you need somebody to come over. You need somebody to do this with you. you need some, and listen, and, and, and even if you're married, you still have to love and like yourself. Some of you, we're about to cover this in prayer. You expect your spouse to be for you what you're not for yourself, which is why you're frustrated with them because you're expecting them to do for you what you're supposed to do for yourself. They are not a replacement for you loving and liking yourself. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that tonight we repent, God, for not loving ourselves. And proof that we loved ourselves would be shown in how we take care of ourselves. Come on. It be shown in how we take care of our health. It be shown in how we take care of our eating. It be shown in how we take care of making sure that we don't bring poisonous people around us. It, it be shown in how we make sure that we are disciplined. It be shown in how we keep our word to ourselves. It be shown in how we keep our word. So tonight, God, we repent. Come on, y'all. If you know there's been some areas where you have not loved you or liked you, just let's repent. I need you to type it on the screen. I repent. If you know there's been some times where you have not loved or even liked you, you got to repent tonight because you can't give to people, but you do not give to yourself. I pray, God, that we would love our own company. I pray, God, that we would love to be, that we would love the relationship that we develop with ourselves and not narcissistic and not sociopathic and not self-centered. No, but loving ourselves and liking ourselves. That's what we declare tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Guys, I'm out of time. The prayer bless you tonight. I am literally out of time. I am literally out of time. I encourage you, if you missed any portion of prayer, go back, listen to the beginning. Don't forget that prayer also has a podcast that's released. You'll get, it'll release tomorrow. So you can listen to the audio. So if you're working out or whatever, you're able to do that. Um, I just heard this loud and clear. I got to say it for many of you. Um, you look at me, you, you talk too crazy to yourself. 
Like you literally call yourself stuff you shouldn't call yourself. And you do it because it's pop culture. I'm not going to say the word, but some of you ladies know the word that sometimes you'll call yourself. If I'm talking to you right now, just do the hand wave emoji. Just do the hand wave emoji. If you know, if you know that sometimes you talk too, too, too rough to yourself, do that hand wave emoji. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. But if you know you talk too rough to yourself, do that hand wave emoji. You listen, you have got to speak life into you. You've got to speak life into you. Last two things I want to do. Um, of course, as I did uncharacteristically earlier, um, for those for that uh, recompense, your VR, your vengeance and recompense. Uh, but for those who did not sow already, or those you want to sow again, if prayer bless you, I want to encourage you uh, to make sure that you sow. Uh, I want to encourage you to make sure that you sow. Um, and I'm going to attach this to Mark 12 and 31, where it talks about loving your neighbor as yourself. So you can call this your, I love me seed, ILM. You'll call this your, I love me seed. All right. How can you sow? You can use the cash app dollar sign with the Bishop Foreman, um, dollar sign Bishop Foreman number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that is available for you. Come on here. <laughs> I love it. PayPal, Venmo, uh, Zell, Giblify, all of that is available. The key email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church, all right? Uh, you call that my ILMC, my I love me seed, all right? That's super important that you get that, all right? You, for those of you that already sold the vintage recompense, if you want to sow in addition to that, you can do that. Uh, for those of you who um, uh, did not sow earlier, you make sure you get that seed in the ground. And you tie that to Matthew 12, 31. You'll notice with seed, I'm having you tie that to scripture. The Lord told me um, this month, and please hear me, everybody that's connected to Harvest in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And you got to hear this. The Lord told me, he said, son, I want to release wealth into the hands of the people of Harvest. I heard it loud and clear. He says, I want to release wealth. And it's already started, but I need you to hear me. If you're connected in any way, Harvest Church, Harvest Leadership Network, Harvest Bible College, Harvest Foundation, you're just part of our extended family. You just love praying with us. If you're connected in any way, you need to know what that applies to you. Did you hear me? That applies to you. He wants to release, he's about to release wealth into your hands. There's a few of you, there's inheritances you never knew were due to you. You're gonna find out about them before the end of this month, May, 2022. There's two of you. There's two of you, all right? I'm just telling you, um, there's that. You can read about some of the praise reports already in our app. Um, on the Change Lives blog, and I have time to read you some of those. The last thing I want to do, if you're on prayer tonight, you're not a Christian, come on, let's go. This is your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord and you've not been faithful to him, this is your night to come back to the Lord. And last, you'd be like, Bishop Foreman, I do not know. Oh, somebody caught that. Come on, two. I didn't even catch that. Come on, come on, two. Two is a biblical number of witness. And some of you, if you need to come back to the Lord, you, you need to be sure tonight. That's for you. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. On the count of three, I'm going to give you the opportunity to respond. Don't miss this moment because tomorrow's not promised. We already covered that in prayer earlier. I just think about those families who went to the doggone grocery store and they did not know that that was going to be the day that they closed their eyes and they'd open them in front of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's um, that's when you think about the gravity of that. If you don't know the Lord, do not miss this moment. Don't brush this off. Don't say that was cute. Let me get off. Don't you do that. 
This is God coming to get you. No, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. When you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. When I count to three, you immediately say me on the screen and do the hand wave emoji. One, don't wait, don't delay. Two, this is your moment. Three, if that's you, immediately say me or do the hand wave emoji. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji or just type the word me right there on the screen. I'm going to give you a few seconds to respond. I'm going to give you a few seconds to respond. I'm going to give you a few seconds to respond. I see you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm going to count down from five down to zero. I got to get you to respond. I see you. I got you over here on Facebook. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you over here on IG. Five. I'm waiting on you. Don't miss your moment. Four. Well, Bishop, I think I am. I need you to be sure. There's nothing. You don't get in trouble if you got to be sure. You ain't going to get, you ain't, God ain't going to be mad because you were sure. Three, two, we're waiting on you. One, we're waiting on you. We're waiting on you. We're waiting on you. We're waiting on you. Going once, going twice. <laughs> Zero. Everybody pray this prayer with me. And if you're watching the replay, you can still do this. You can still do this, but everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. If I fall, give me the grace to get back up again. In Jesus' name, today is the beginning. Come on, everybody say this. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life, in Jesus' name, amen. Guys, for those of you who just prayed that prayer, super, uber, very excited for you. Congratulations. Here's what I want to encourage you to do. Text this word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you do that, they're going to post it on, boom, you already got it. Come on, quick. Um, they're going to post it on the Instagram pages. It's right here for you on the other platforms at the bottom of the screen. Text that word decision to 877-552-4746. All right, we're four minutes over. We got to go. I love you guys. I pray that you have had uh, an amazing time in prayer tonight. Tomorrow, we're going to do a preview of the Wednesday Night Live Bible study. It's going to be great. It's going to be the Bishop Foreman Instagram and the Bishop Foreman TikTok. So make sure you follow me over there. We'll do that tomorrow night at nine o'clock. It's a little later in the evening. That way you get through your day, the whole nine. And then we do that preview, right? It's going to be phenomenal. I love you guys. Again, pray you have an amazing night. And uh, I can't wait to read your testimonies. All right, let's end prayer this way. My house, we haven't said it in a while, is next. Can we end prayer that way? My house is next. While you're, while you're typing that and we're ending prayer that way, I want to read you this one praise report. I'll make this quick and amazingly sweet. A few weeks ago, you shook my hand and prophesied that someone would be handing me a check. On Friday the 13th, someone did just that. They personally handed me a check for $31,750. Another testimony of the man of God's words. Do not fall to the ground. Thank you for your word and for your covering. you got to make that confession. My house is next. I love you guys. See you tomorrow night on preview. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. Shalom. Boop. Shalom, y'all.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. Ah, feel the whoa with Listerine at BJ's. You can save $2.50 now on Listerine products like Total Care Anti-Cavity Fluoride Fresh Mint Mouthwash or Cool Mint Pocket Packs Fresh Breath Strips at your nearest BJ's location. Experience the feeling of a million germs zapped in seconds with Listerine. Discount available through December 24th. Save now only at BJ's. 